Hey guys, welcome back. This is Scott. You're listening to Seriously, I Am Not Angry. It's, it's a show where we're basically just saying Christians are not angry people and going through different subjects. And I want to talk about, I want to talk about probably one of the scariest things we as people have to go through. I want to talk about the fact that there are, th- there's so many things that are just, they're frightening and they're scary but this may be one of the scariest things that everybody at some point has to go through. Um, there's things that are prob- that are definitely scarier than what I'm going to talk about. But this is the top scariest thing that I think everybody has to go through. Because other things not everybody has to go through. So what are we talking about? We're going to talk about change. When we have to make a change in our life. It is, it is frightening. It is scary. When you are starting a new job, it can be frightening, scary, and exciting all at the same time. There's a reason people stay at their, their job for as long as they do sometimes. And some people love changing jobs. Other people, not so much. But one of the reasons I think so many people like to stay at the same place because they're comfortable. They know what's going to happen. It's not a change. And I've noticed even in the life of believers, Christian believers, we're called to change. That's what God calls us to when He we come to him. He says, you are to leave your sinful self behind. You are to put to death the old self Come to me and change who you are, how you believe, and your worldview all at the same time. Now, it's a process. It's a process that takes the entirety of the rest of our life. But that essential change is frightening. It's scary. And and as excited as some people are, they're like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to tell everybody about my change. And let's think about this. because I, I've just been, I've been looking at things in my own life and I'm like, I've got to make some changes. We've got to make changes. And this is something even I am struggling with because I have to make certain changes in my life in order for me to move forward. And these changes are somewhat frightening and hard. Change is one of the hardest things we have to go through. And there's a piece of scripture that I think puts it so well. Uh, Christ is speaking here. We're going to look at John 3. We're going to read one of the most, if not the most famous verse in the Bible. Uh, Here as we jump into it, we're going to start with John chapter 3, verse 16. I would be shocked if the majority of you don't know this. But it says here, Christ is speaking. He says, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him. But anyone who does not believe in him is 
already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. But those who do what is right come to the light, so others can see that they are doing what God wants. So there's a reason I started with John 3.16. And the reason is because that verse, everybody knows, we love it. It sounds so great. God didn't come into the world to judge it. He didn't send his son to judge it. No, he came to give eternal life. And we want to stop there. We want to stop at that point. We can't do that. We can't stop at that point. Because at that point, Christ hasn't said anything about changing who you are. He hasn't said anything about you have to become this way. You have to live a certain way. No, 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 no. He just says, I came not to judge. And people are like, I love it. Yes, I will not be judged because Christ came into the world. But he expounds on that idea. He says, look, I came not to condemn. I came not to judge, but I came to change people. I came to bring light. What does the light do? The light exposes what we could not see in the darkness. The light exposes the filth, the dirtiness, and the sin. And all of a sudden you say, I've got two options. I can turn off the light and continue to live as I was and ignore that I saw all the things that I saw. Or I leave the light on and I begin to make the changes that I have to make. I begin to consolidate and I begin to clean up the mess that is my life through the help of God and his Holy Spirit. So God calls us away from a sinful life into a life of holiness. But let's look at this in our everyday life. People have to make changes. Sometimes it's dietary changes. I have two very good friends of mine who are having to make massive dietary changes in their lives. And I feel for them because that is one of the hardest things somebody has to do. Why? Because food tastes so good. Let's be honest. I love food. I don't know anybody that, that particularly doesn't love food. But when you're faced with the fact that you either change how you're eating or you're going to bring yourself to an early grave, you say, I'm going to change. But it's not that easy. You have to create new habits. You have to explain to people, I can't have this, I'm sorry, uh, but I'll go with this option. I can't drink this anymore. I can't. And people are like, oh, come on, just, just one bite, one French fry won't hurt your sodium intake that much. Yes, it will. And you have to stay away from it. Whether we want to admit it or not, change is difficult, but it's important. 
if we're living a unhealthy lifestyle, we have to change. If we're living an unhealthy financial lifestyle, we have to change how we're doing our finances. Uh, I truly believe this is why so many people do not like the Dave Ramsey way of doing things. Now, I'm not here to promote Dave Ramsey or say that his way is the only way. I'm just saying he has a very difficult way of doing it. And it works for many, many people because of their personality type. And so when he says, you have to get rid of the credit cards, you have to stop doing this, and you have to do this, this, and this to get out of debt, and then to begin to build financial wealth, this is what you have to do. People are like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to change. I don't want to change how I'm buying things. I want to live with everything I have because I enjoy all the things that I have. And you're telling me I have to take it away? You're telling me I have to get rid of it? I don't want to do that. And he sheds light on it. Now, in all honesty, all financial ways of fixing your finances are difficult. His just happens to be the most obvious way of doing it for so many people. So we look at that and we say, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give up the credit cards. I don't want to give up the spending. I don't want to give up the eating out. I love going to Olive Garden. I love going to Arby's. Nobody's ever in their life said they enjoy going to McDonald's. Um, we do that because we have toddlers who love Happy Meals. But we are addicted to certain lifestyles in our sinfulness. And Christ has called us to change. And it's difficult. Change is difficult, but it's possible. It's easy to do. You have to create new habits. You have to say, this is what I'm going to do. And you have to be determined. Now, to get rid of the sin in your life, you have to lean on the power of the Holy Spirit and on the power of God and the life changing that happens with Christ. But other things in our life, we can change. And we have to make those changes. We have to. Maybe, like I said, it's dietary. Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's a job that you've been at, but you hate to leave, but you know you have to because it's become uncomfortable. I, in our life, when we don't want to make certain changes, I soundly believe, and I it can be backed up in so many different ways, that God will make you very uncomfortable where you're at and force you to change. When people have stayed in the same place too long, and I'm, I'm talking uh, to pastors, I'm talking to people who understand this. If you've stayed at a church too long, but you don't want to leave because you love the people, you love the church, you know what's coming, you know how to do it, you know how they think, and God's calling you to go to a new church, he will make you uncomfortable in different ways to have you move on because he wants you to do certain things for him in a different area. Think about this. When Paul wanted to go to Asia, he said, my way was blocked by the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, I wasn't comfortable going there. Things happened that stopped me. I had to change my plans and go somewhere else. We as people will not change unless it becomes 
so unbearably uncomfortable. Think about this. How many people do you know that are lactose intolerant? What do those people do? They are the most daring people I know. They will literally push it to the limit because they don't want to change how they eat. They don't want to get rid of the dairy in their life. So they will, they will continue to eat it with the consequences. How many of us are living a life that's so uncomfortable, so painful, because we're unwilling to change the things that we have to change. We have to start living in the light, but we want to live in the darkness. When Christ said the, that people loved living in the darkness, it's because it was easy. It's simple. They've done it their whole life. You don't see certain things in the darkness. I give this example quite often, so I apologize if you've heard this, but I, when, when my dog was younger, she would pick up sticks on her walk just what she did and it gets dark early here in Ohio during certain parts of the year mainly winter and I would take her out for walks at night she would have a stick she knew she couldn't bring it in the house she would drop it on the front porch and then go in one night we get home it's dark I've not I just figured she had a stick in her mouth I said drop it she pulled away from me well, this is odd. She's never done. I got a little bit of a closer look and begin to realize it's not a stick. I finally get this thing out of her mouth. And I look at it, and it is a frozen, dead mouse that she picked up. And I threw it. This is the thing. In the darkness, we have things that are dead and frozen but we hold on to them one we don't know that they're there because we can't see it and we don't understand it and and we need to open our eyes and say what changes do i need to make in my life what changes must i make to better myself do i need to start exercising do i need to change my reading habits do i need to change the movies that i watch do i need to change how I study the word of God. Do I need to change my job? What are the things that are going to advance us in life and what changes do I have to make? So many people are held down by the fact that they want to continue to live in the dark and not turn on the light and see what changes they have to make or they know the changes they have to make and they don't want to make them. Because it will cause a little bit of temporary pain to change them and get used to it. People say, when I was a youth pastor, I would always say to my students, you need to spend time in the word of God, in prayer. They'd be like, oh, I don't have time. What do you do when you get home from school? Oh, I sit in front of the TV. I have to watch my shows. No, stop watching your shows. Pick up your Bible and read it. Oh, I don't want to do that. Why? Because that caused temporary pain in their lives. How many of us are like, I don't want to get up any earlier. I want to sleep in as long as possible. Because I love my bed more than I do anything else. How many of us 
are so busy with minute, pointless things, and we say that I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to do this. We make excuses not to change. We love, we are great at excuses. Well, I can't go to the gym. I don't have time because I got to do this and this. And then it's dinner time. Move dinner time back. Oh, but I'm hungry. That's fine. Have a small snack. Go to the gym. I don't want to read the word of God. I've got to sit down. I've got to watch all my TikToks. I've got to watch all my YouTube videos. I've got to listen to all my podcasts. Cut some of them out and insert the word of God. I don't have time to pray and get to know who Christ is and the Holy Spirit to guide because I've got to do this. Cut it out. Replace the things that bring nothing to your life with things that will bring something to your life. I don't have time to study. I don't have time to do this because I'm too busy. I don't have time to invest in people because I don't feel like it. Then I'd have to get to know them and I'd have to actually find out who they are. Get to know them. Invest your life in people, in God's word. Let yourself be allowed to change. How many of us are not doing this? How many of us are, are, are too busy living in the darkness with a false sense of happiness? How many of us are living in the darkness saying, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so pleased. This is great. This is my best life. Which, by the way, I hate that phrase. But this is my best life. It's a lie. It's not your best life. You're living in the darkness. Turn the light on and allow yourself to be changed by the Holy Spirit, by Christ, and allow yourself to realize these are the things I have to get rid of. Changing and getting rid of things are the hardest, scariest things in our life, but we have to do it. We have to do it. I encourage you, after you listen to this, sit down and reflect on the things that are possibly bringing you down. Have a real talk with your spouse, with your best friend, with the people that know you best. Maybe it's mom and dad. I don't know who it is. Maybe it's an aunt or an uncle. Sit down and say, look. If you could change things, if you see how I'm living, what is bringing me down? And make sure they're honest with you. And then allow them to help you change. Allow the Spirit of God in your heart to change who you are for the betterment of you and for the people around you. You guys have a good week. It's been great talking to you. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I the more you share my podcast with people, the more it's going to help me bring more and better content to you. So please uh, share the podcast on your Facebook pages, your Instagram. Let people know that what I'm doing uh, so they can listen. Uh, give me five stars on whatever platform you're listening to. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. Take care. I'll talk to you later.